with the kirpa and the grace of sangat this lotus the skamal of your heart will blossom forward Welcome to the Rahal Podcast. We want to acknowledge and respect anyone whose story has been overshadowed or unheard. We hope to give them a space and a platform to share their journey, and may they always be met with compassion. Waheguruji ka Khalsa, Waheguruji ki Fateh. My name is Tavroop Kaur. I am a high school sophomore from Maryland and I am your new podcast host intern. We are so excited to be back after a short break. We have a lot of great ideas planned for this year including developing our Sakhi series, doing more Gurbani Vichar and having more discussions about teen topics with new amazing guests. We are so excited to share what we have in store for you all, so please enjoy this episode. Today I'm going to be talking a little bit about sangat, uh, the importance of sangat, how sangat impacts our lives on this path, what sangat should look like, and this is all based off of bani, rahat, or itahas, and what I have learned from my own experiences with sangat. Um, a disclaimer, I myself am still learning about this topic, so please forgive me for any mistakes I make. So just to start off, I want to kind of create a definition for sangat. So when I say that word throughout these next 10 minutes, you all know what I'm referring to and we'll all be on the same page. So the actual word sangat comes from the Sanskrit word sang, which means company. And in Sikhi when we talk about sangat we are often referring to the sadhu sangat which means the company of the sadhus or the saints the company of holy people the word sangat was actually first used in the janam sakhis when referring to guru nanak dev ji's udasis the congregations that would come to listen to guruji were called guruji's sangat so naturally that word transferred itself to gurbani where countless shabads refer to this concept of sangat and sad sangat in sri guru granth sahab in like everyday conversation when we're talking about community or khalsa this company of saints is used in relation to all these concepts So, sad sangat in a Sikhi perspective in a literal translation is talking about the company of saints, the company of the holy. So that is the definition that we will be moving forward with. So, now we have this definition of the word sangat. We know it's used in Gurbani, but what is the importance of sangat? Why do the gurus reference it in Gurbani? And Guru Arjan Dev Ji gives us a really perfect summation of the importance of sangat in these lines revealed to him. He writes, "Sant charan taro mathe chadana gre hoy andere." So when you touch your forehead to the feet of these saints, when you surrender yourself in a way to these saints, chadana gre hoy andere, your dark household of your soul will be illuminated with this light of companionship, with this light of agapurak. And then in the next line Guruji expands upon that. He writes not only will your house be illuminated but Sant Prasad Kamal Bekse Gobind Pajo Peknere with the kirpa and the grace of sangat this lotus the skamal of your heart will blossom forward. So meditate on Akalpurak and realize that Waheguru is near when you are in the company of sants. In lieu of all these metaphors, Guru Sahib is basically saying that Sangat is so important because in the company of these sons, all these great things will happen. Your soul will be illuminated. Your heart will blossom. Guruji is giving us 
by clear directions on what Sangat is for, how Sangat is supposed to make us feel. Being in the company of these sons, these sadhus, will propel us forward. All we have to do is allow ourselves to be in the Sangat and accept guidance and direction, which is dictated to us by Guruji by telling us to touch our foreheads to the feet of these saints. So now taking these sentiments of this Bani, how do we apply that to our lives? How do we surrender ourselves to the Sangat? How do we surround ourselves to the Saad Sangat so we can have our house illuminated and our hearts blossoming? And the first step is to figure out who these sons are that you need to be spending time with. And if you're wondering who they are, this is kind of how I look at it, because I know sons is a very broad term. I think the sons that should make up your Sangat should be people who are where you want to be on the path, should be people who are where you aspire to be on the path, or people who are holding your hand and going in the same direction as you. Those are the people that should be your sad sangat. Those are the people you should rely on, and those are the people you should look for guidance on this path. And I think it's really important to make that distinction, because I think too many people growing up were taught growing up that when we walk into a room full of six, this is our sad sangat. These are the people we should constantly spend our time around and rely on and look for guidance. And that's you know, not, not, not necessarily true. Your sad sangat, I would argue, is very personal to your journey. You're going to need different types of sangat throughout different points in your journey. Like, I'll give you a personal example. I grew up in a very bountiful Punjabi community and it was very nice, but nothing ever really changed for me, like spiritually, on a spiritual plane. I never really thought about Amrit or Bani or Sikhi for that matter. But then when I was 10 or 11, I went to a Gurmat camp for a week and I saw Kaurs and Singhs who had taken Amrit, who were talking to me about Amrit, who were doing Vijad with me, who were willing and open to answer my questions about Sikhi. And for just a week, I was immersed in that Sangat and I came back home and I like immediately told my parents, I want to cover my case, I want to take Amrit after just a week of spending time with that Sangat. And so the impact of being around these people who you aspire to be like, who are where you want to be on the path is truly significant. Because while I was might have just been saying those things at the time, I want to take Amrit, I want to cover my gayas, they did come into fruition as I got older. I did start covering my gayas and with Maharaja Skirpa, I will take Amrit soon. And I don't think I ever would have considered any of those things a possibility if I didn't immerse myself in that Sangat at that time in my life and continue to do so as I got older. So I feel like that's the first step to utilizing Saad Sangat as a tool to get closer to a Kaaparik, is finding people who are where you want to be on the path and surrendering yourself to them. And the second kind of step is once you think you found someone who is where you want to be on this path, you have to establish a relationship of accountability because that essentially is the job of Sangat, is to keep you accountable for your goals on this path. No matter the circumstance, no matter the time, your sadhsanga should always be encouraging you, even pushing you in some cases, towards the goals you've expressed that are going to get you closer to a kalpurik. That's what your sangha should be doing. And while this like might seem like a simple sentiment on the surface, it can be very hard for us to realize when Sangat is doing this for us or accept when Sangat is doing this for us because of the thing that blocks us from moving forward on most things on this path and that is our ego. When someone tries to encourage us to do something that we like don't necessarily want to do or just not feeling right now, you know, most people's automatic reaction is to be like, you know, you don't know anything about my life. Who are you to tell me what to do, what not to do, so on and so forth. But you can't have that wall of home up with Sangat, otherwise the whole relationship is useless. Like, I'll give you a scenario from my experience, I really wanted to start a Sajbart and I wanted to do an Ardas. 
and I really wanted my grandparents there to be with me when I did that ardas, but it never really happened because my nanny, my grandmother, doesn't really live close. So I was like practicing, practicing all throughout summer. And then when the school year started, I kind of slacked off. Like it wasn't on my top list of priorities. And then my nanny came to visit us in the spring. And my younger sister was like, Banji, this is like the perfect time for you to start your search bot. You know, nanny's here. Let's do the ardas. And I was like, you know, I'm not really ready. I haven't been practicing. And she just kind of looked at me and was like, well, that kind of sucks because you just missed out like an opportunity here. And I snapped at her. I was like, you know, don't tell me how I should be spending my time. What are you doing with your time? It wasn't until later that I realized she was doing exactly what good Sangat is supposed to do. That is keeping me accountable for the goals that I've expressed to her. She knew I wanted to start my search bot and she saw me slacking off. So she reminded me of what my goals were, where I wanted to be headed. And Gurwani when i was entranced by desire i could not take criticism or reproach but in the company of satsangat i am peaceful so guruji is basically saying you can really only enjoy this company of satsangat once you allow this wall of your own home to be broken down and allow yourself to establish this relationship of accountability with another person and if you really want to be good sangat yourself you will do the same for them because that in itself is a duty of ours as six so from my experience those are kind of the steps to allowing yourself to really utilize sad sangat as a tool on this path and sangat really is a beautiful thing because it emphasizes the key as a religion of community and the collective strength and guruji acknowledges that this path is hard throughout bani and that is why maharaj has gifted us the kirpa of having each other for guidance for direction for discussion so i really encourage you to utilize that and hopefully i helped you gain a little bit of a better understanding on how to do that and um Again, please forgive me for any mistakes I made. And please stay in Chardikala. Vaigruji ka khausa. Vaigruji ki fateh.